bulletproof football. Hello and welcome to another Foolproof Football podcast. We're on week two today and I am not Adam. Our marvellous host isn't with us today, unfortunately. Dennis will fill us in later on. on He's still alive, just just to be clear. (laughs) He's not dead. Yeah. And and you'll realise how we should. Yeah, there might have been a Channel Four documentary done about him and Russell Brand there recently. So, um, look, we'll we'll get into that later. Week two is Mm. in the books, um, and we're really getting kicked off into the football season. The kind of mystique of week one is over, and now we're kind of getting into the games where teams are settling down a bit and a few surprises. Let's be real, but um, um, also a few uh, a few kind of uh, standout teams as well. Um, I suppose we can kick straight into it. There wasn't any huge games as such, but we'll go with some of the bigger games first. I think the biggest game of the week, anyways, to start off the week was the Eagles and Vikings um, on the Thursday night game. Um the primetime game and um, Eagles were trying to fight their way back and uh, from a poor performance in the first week and uh, against the Vikings who are just fighting to stay relevant to be honest yeah I suppose I suppose this game was it was what you would mm-hmm. expect from the Eagles um, but at the same time uh, the Vikings could have won this game and to be fair to the yeah, Vikings I think offensively they're playing very well but defensively they're not great yeah and they made uh, numerous mistakes as well uh, it just it it stems from the first game as well the first game it was a lot of mistakes on the offensive side that led to the ball being turned over and gone away from them this side it was just the the defense got exposed don't get me wrong the eagles are class and they're getting back into the form but at the same time jalen hurts isn't up isn't living up to what he was say last year and they still managed to pull out the win yeah yeah true but i suppose they did it in a similar fashion on the ground um, Swift mm-hmm. getting 175 yards or whatever he got, um, and just very much, and even hurt the Hurts got two touchdowns in this, so yeah, yeah, it's nothing, not not a million miles away from what Hurts was last year, um, but mm-hmm. they are beginning to show that they're they're finding their form again. Yeah, it seems to be a kind of a trend lately with teams coming out of preseason anyways that they're not playing their big stars in preseason and it takes them a game or two to warm up now we could actually move away from this game and say that there is other teams that haven't uh shaken off the dust as such if we go into the ravens bengals game which was arguably the biggest game um biggest contenders game of the weekend and Joe Burrow's um, lack of a start, let's just say. He's, he did it last year and he seems to be doing it again. 
And look, he got paid over the summer. I suppose he doesn't need, need need to be as good anymore. He's sitting back and watching the money roll in. <laughs> yeah, he did mm-hmm. get paid, but I don't know. It was a it was an underwhelming performance by uh, Joe Burrow. Um, big game against the uh, Ravens, and obviously it's a divisional game too. Um, All the main quarterbacks, all the main young quarterbacks struggled coming out of week one. And then into week two, they were slowly finding their feet. But it's just taking that a little bit longer for um, Burrow. Take nothing away from the Ravens. I thought they played well. But um, you expect so much from such a high-class offense. And it just doesn't seem to be clicking. No, not yet anyway. Um, But again, as we've seen last went what, 0-4 last year before they went on their run. Um, and end up making an mm. AFC Championship game like so. It, it's early yet to be writing them off. Um, and I think it's a similar situation with the LA Chargers again. Potentially to be a very good team, but just not quite clicking yet. Um, so I think once they yeah. both those offenses get really, together, there's a strong possibility that <laughs> yeah. they'll keep going. I think that kind of overshadows the whole league so far. There's a few teams here that are showing 2-0 and and a few teams that are showing 0-2. And they should, by their performances and by the level of talent on teams, they should be switched. Um, Just uh, shortly to stay on the Ravens. uh, I think they do deserve to be 2-0. and And they've had two tough starts. A tough start with two tough games, and they come out of it. Um, we did talk about them being contenders at the start of the year of at least making the playoffs. If Lamar is uh, cracking on, he seems to be shaking the dust a little bit. Off had a poor first game, but he started to run a little bit now and uh, get back to his old self. True, yeah, but the big the big thing for the Ravens is their new star wide receiver Zay Flowers. Um, every time yeah. he gets one, he looks electric. He looks phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, he looks savage. Um, he seems. I would like the rookie wide receiver so far. Um, well, we'll get into uh, um, one particular Rams wide receiver in a bit. But uh, apart from him, Zay Flowers was the main wide receiver out of a huge group that is pulling away already or showing glimmers of stardom straight away like you have the likes of uh is there's uh your man from the seahawks jvm and he's injured have... though I, I wouldn't yeah and addison is yeah addison's playing very well for the vikings addison had a really good week this week actually that's something we didn't mention about although kirk does seem to be does seem to like let wide receivers play their best because he throws so much but um, and and the thing about Addison yeah, no, he, he's, is that he's, he's not even starting on three, or he's not even the second wide receiver in Minnesota at the moment. Um, that's KJ Osborne. So it's only a matter of time before he starts seeing more routes, um, and more likely more production. Yeah, he'll never be the wide receiver one in that team. Tree. You wish, it, Dennis. You wish. <laughs> Don't wish that on the poor lad. There's nothing worse for a wide receiver just starting his career. But uh, yeah, hey, everybody else is doing it. <laughs> um, I suppose um, for my my big yeah. takeaway this week was was probably 
you have what three NFC South the division we called out at the start of the year as being the worst you've three undefeated teams in that division in the Saints the Bucks and the Falcons um, which is it's just I don't know what <laughs> yeah like... I, I see it like a I see it like a sprinting race where the first people to break out and get into a full throttle sprint are the first people to burn out and die um, maybe not die but certainly burn out and that's what I imagine is going to happen to these teams now. but the thing about that is one of them yeah. still has to win so I'm not sure who's it going to be is it going to be Tampa Bay like one of them still has to win the division and gets to the playoffs so even if they if they run out if they die one of them's going to like trot across the line Hmm. Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about the NFC South, though. Let's just take say the three teams that are two and zero. And for those who don't know, <clears throat> um, so we have the Falcons, Saints, and Buccaneers. All three of them on two and zero in that division, and then the Panthers on zero and two in that division. Um, so three teams that we thought um, that if they could, none of them would get out of the division. But obviously, somebody has to go up. Um, that have gone out to a fantastic start, but at the same time, do we really believe that any of these teams are that great, or they just had favorable matchups so far? Um, I suppose. Well, who the Falcons? We start with had Packers, and week one they had Panthers. Was it? Panthers, yeah. So again, yeah. fa- favorable. Saints had Titans, and then they had who did this week? Monday night they played Panthers. So pa- Panthers again, yeah, favorable. Um, <laughs> and then so for both both of those teams, you had the Panthers, and with a new QB and a really bad roster, you would expect going in that it, it'd be one and zero. Now. I did think the Saints struggled against them, but yeah, we'll go ahead to the Bucks. And the Bucks had week one; they had the Vikings, and then they had the Bears this week. So Vikings are probably the best team out of the teams we named there. Um, but again, they're own two, yeah. and yeah, not 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 a, a world beater by any account. Yeah. So as we lose the earlier, the Vikings. Yeah, the Vikings. Um, shot themselves in the foot in that game. They lost that game for them. Uh, so the Bucks got that win, and the the Bucks were actually just so solid in that game that the um and then um this week um they were against what would you say the Bears wasn't it? Uh, the Bears, uh, yeah. Yeah, and I now believe the Bears are the worst team in the league. We we might talk about that in a little bit, but um, I think that was just such a favourable matchup. Um, it it I it's very hard to see some of these teams getting too much more wins after this. I think out of the teams, I think the Buccaneers and Saints may get a few more wins. I think the structure of the Buccaneers aren't too bad. The Saints actually have really good weapons all over the field, especially on defence. Um, that they will pull out a few games. Are they stars? No. Um, could they go, what, seven and eight or something like that? Yeah, 
possibly, but they're not going to do too much. I do believe the Falcons are the biggest spoofers out of those two and no teams. Um, yeah, I think the Falcons will win the division. No, I, I'm totally against you. And I, like, I think they do have weapons on their team. Like, Bijan Robinson, I think, is an absolute star. I think he's going to be fantastic. He's he's really, really good. And the offensive line's helping him a little bit. But I think they're going to struggle at quarterback. I think their quarterback is poor. I think Ritter is... Uh, he needs to improve. I, he's getting a lot of help around him. And he's still failing, I think. Uh, he's getting very lucky in this game. They're very good DBs, too. Your man Terrell is class for the Falcons. Yeah. But that's the thing, like the Falcons have built on a good defence and a strong run game. Um which they have. So then all you need from Ritter is on the maybe long three third downs that he throws the ball then. And I think with uh London and Pitts there, there is enough talent to get over the line. So mm-hmm. I just think they're a better like when they come up against the Buccaneers and the Saints, I think they have a very good chance to beat them. And that, think... that actually, those games will be exciting, those divisional games. I think all three of them are pretty evenly matched. Um, all three of them are relying heavily on their defense, I think. Um, it'd be interesting to see who comes out with it. I personally think the Bucks are the best because they're just most consistently solid um, overall. Um like, but we, I don't we, we talked about at the start of the year that the books were the worst. So yeah, it's I'm, funny. I, yeah. And now they're <laughs> not. It, it, yeah, but you have to say it, their defense is baller. They have two of the best wide receiver uh, combos in the league. Um, maybe they don't have a, too much of a running game, but the running game's been okay. They have your man White in there. He's been all right. And then Baker, who we thought was going to be the reason why they were going to be poor is just doing the right things. He's not being a star. He's not showing out or anything like that. But he's doing the small things right. And he's trying really, really hard. And you can see that. Um, and he, he's he's actually helping the team. I don't think they're going to go too far. but um, Yeah, look, it's, good. Think... it's nice to see them do well. And particularly Baker, who probably... Adam would allude to if he wasn't... If he was here at that... Um, he probably was wrongly dropped from the Browns, but mm-hmm. I still don't trust him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I don't trust him either. <laughs> I totally agree. Um, I don't trust him either. And like when it comes to big games, let's say he's playing above five hundred teams, um, that's where he's gonna let you down. But when you're Not playing five hundred teams, below five hundred teams, I think when he's playing in the division, it's gonna be that's what's gonna make the difference in this division it's how he plays against the, the Falcons and the Saints yeah be curious curious to see now um, actually I just want to check are any of them playing a divisional game next week Falcons are not uh, Panthers are not Bucks are not Bucks against the Eagles big game so um, that's a real test for them uh, really prime really time game too, on the on the Sunday night or on the Monday night. Um, actually, this is this is something I want to talk to you about. Um, and I don't know if this was done last year or w- what's going on with this now. 
uh, you might have the answer. But they had two primetime games on a Monday this year, or uh, last week. So yeah. they, to recap, they have the Steelers-Browns and they had the Panthers-Saints. Next week, they have the same. The Buccaneers, Eagles, and Bengals, and Rams. Why is this? Both of them are on like an hour apart from each other. So they're taking views off each other. Are they, are they competing? They must be competing networks. Uh, yeah, I, but the I networks so. mustn't be happy about paying for those games if half the audience is gone. You know? It's a good point. Yeah, it's it's strange. I've never... Well, this is the first I remember it happening anyway. Um, and I think it's only these two weeks. I, I could be wrong, though. I think it's only the week two and week three. And after that, it'll go back to one Monday night game. Okay. But it is, Maybe it is weird is... the way it's scheduled. It it is. Maybe they're I know they're contractually there's a lot of mystique about these Thursday night games and Monday night games. Every team has to play one at least a year. At least one. And then after that it's up to the NFL to decide the rest of the games. And now they can actually switch the games. We, we It started last year where if they have a, a favorable game or they, they want to switch out, they're allowed to do that. Um, as long as every team gets a game, maybe it's something got to do with that. Maybe they wanted, they didn't have enough proper Sundays. It might be clashing with Christmas or Thanksgiving or something like that. That they have to put a few teams on prime time. I don't know. We'll we'll uh, we'll look into that actually. It is a interesting topic. Yeah. Um, um, I suppose the other thing is there's probably no teams are on buys at the moment, so maybe they're just well, once teams are going on buys in week four, they'll probably out of it. Yeah. They seem to yeah. have flicking through it. It is interesting though. It's the first time I've seen it. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, we mentioned the Saints game against the Panthers that was on that primetime game. And to be honest, the Saints made hard work of it, just like they made hard work of the first game. Got over the line. Um, Panthers looked a bit better. Obviously, they have a new QB. Um, I think they have a terrible team. I think the team around them is trash. He's no help around them. I don't think he's the worst QB, but he's a bit raw, a bit small. Um and then you had the Browns and the Steelers <laughs> on the other primetime game. We won't, won't have to talk about for too long, but we actually went, I know I did, I went hard on poor old Kenny Pickett and the Steelers last week. And they pulled out a win against the Browns. Um, I watched the highlights of this game because uh, I was very interested It did seem like the Cleveland Browns, um, just like the Vikings last week, just shot themselves in the foot. Obviously had a bad injury to Chubb, we'll get on to it later, later, that derailed them a little bit, but I thought Watson played terrible. I thought he gave away a lot and uh, gave away a lot of penalties and cost them the game quite significantly. He, he gave away two penalties, didn't he? Uh, for Yeah, but they were in crucial and... moments. Yeah, and, well, I mean, like, for two obvious penalties, and then he complained after saying that they weren't penalties, which they were. Uh, but And he like could he easily said, be getting um, uh, maybe a match ban for uh, pushing the referee. That hasn't come out yet. 
No, they've said they've said there won't be a match ban. They've come out and said okay. that. Um, but he has looked awful, um, and he looked awful last year as well. So it's in one sense, I think it's justice <laughs> for uh, yeah. all the allegations, and particularly to the Browns <laughs> who decided to go and get him and give him the biggest guaranteed contract ever. Yeah. Um, but he has looked really bad. It's justice to the Browns, I think. Watson is happy out. He's still getting paid the money he's getting, even if he's crap. Uh, and Obviously, he has his fines and stuff like that. But it's justice to the Browns for bringing that scumbag back into the NFL, I think. That he's he's playing poorly. Yeah, I agree. It's... Um, I don't know. They'll have to get to mid-season now, and if he doesn't start improving, it's it's worrisome that uh, that their experiment has failed. I guess they were not even two years ago. They were n- nearly not even Super Bowl contenders, but at least playoff contenders. To they had a really good defense, good weapons around. Obviously, they used to have the dual threat with Chubb and Hunt. Um. Um, obviously Chubb's gone for the year now and Hunt seems to be coming back but he's only in talks if, I, if I'm he, right. he signed a contract so I don't know he's coming back okay he has yeah, yeah. but um, it's, it seems who, like they're clutching who, at straws though yeah I think I think it was just they've made the wrong call now and they have to go all in on it but they've kind of it seems like unless now he makes a drastic turnaround it seems like they've they've done the wrong thing and they've done a very browns thing i would say they've done a very browns thing but usually usually when the browns do stuff like this people are still interested in the browns they still talk about them they're still curious about these these players nobody's talking to brown about the browns this year nobody's talking about them it's like they're forgotten about and people are just look at them and they're losing and they're like they're happy like that that's it serves them right and I don't care about the Browns anymore. It's taking a lot yeah. of eyes off them and no one really cares, you know. Yeah, I think the media are boycotting them a lot because of their decision making. Yeah. Anyway, will will we Rightly segue so. into injury corner? Given we're talking about the Browns. Yeah. Oh wowzer. Uh, found that button pretty quickly. Uh, I'll go from worst to best. Worst to best. Worst being not as much of a real injury. Um, so, hello. This is Injury Corner. Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. Berkeley Saquon. Saquon. Uh, so, apparently, MRI has revealed that it's only an ordinary ankle sprain, so you should stop crying and you'll be back in two to three weeks. So if he's on your fantasy team, don't drop him too quickly. Is that, is that the doctor's diagnosis? Stop crying. Stop crying. That That's my doctor's diagnosis. Yeah. Whoever, whoever doctor MRI is. Uh, I don't know, but they sound like an asshole. Moving on from that anyway, we've also got um, TJ inform me of this one because I don't pay attention to most things, but CJ Gardner um, for the Detroit Lions. The sense of defensive back position tore his pec so he can't do shit anymore. Um, 
Yeah, so it's pectoral muscle against the Seahawks. And uh, 25-year-old is out indefinitely and could remiss the entire season. So, shit out of luck. Big, big loss yeah. for them. Yeah, and I... That's a huge loss. What you call it? Dwayne Brown did that for the Jets last year, and he was out for the season. So I don't see him uh, coming Especially back. Especially defensive position. No, it depends how bad I suppose it could be. I imagine there's different grades. A torn pec, though. Fuck me. That yeah, is so sore. Course, yeah. Can't even imagine tearing any muscle, let alone a pec. But um, skipping on over then, number three, best best things coming threes is uh, Nick Chubbs, which you mentioned earlier. Uh, Chubba Bubba can't put his knee back together. Um. <laughs> Jesus. Good harsh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, apparently he's torn his PCL, MCL, LCL, and uh, his dignity. But, yeah. It's major car- cartilage damage. Pretty much just write him off for the season now. Like, there's, there's no no talks of making it back before the end of the season did you see the uh, I do not, I've Dennis. been trying to look up videos and apparently there's not um, direct footage of it there's only like the you see him kind of flying over uh, who was that the, and doing oh. the cartwheel around and you can just you can kind of see the knee kind of wobbling a bit loose but is there, is there close up footage oh no there's a few oh, proper won. Yeah, I seen it anyways, and it's gruesome enough Brilliant. now. I'll start. I'll take off the safe uh, um, search filter from my uh, Google searches. Um, yeah, it looks like he's not coming back, and it's actually devastating for the Browns because he's such a pivotal part, and uh, devastated for fantasy mm-hmm. fans out there as well, who that would easily be their running back one or running back two nearly yeah. on every I team. I remember um, waiting by his name as the uh, as I was glancing in as my overdraft, no, my auto-draft was picking um, players. I logged in once to see if I could maybe do one of my own choices and I put him in ahead of one of the auto-draft picks. Thank God I didn't get him. Um. How's that? Uh... Uh, Taylor. Oh, my entire bench is on IR. It's 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 horrific. Don't <laughs> auto draft. <laughs> <laughs> Even the players I'm picking up are just. You Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Cooper Cup. Jonathan Taylor. John Taylor. Uh, picked up another people <laughs> who just got like injured immediately. I think one guy got injured while I was waiting for him on waivers. Um. Dulick. G Dulick. <laughs> Jever, yeah. Oh, Greg, Dulch. Jever wonder if you me because I do um, contact all my players and tell them I do injury corner and that I don't do any research other than look at my own fantasy team. So, and the fact that you're talking about the players getting injured there, and you said good things. Good things do come in threes, including including injuries. injuries. Look, if he didn't sprain his or tear his MCL, ACL, and LCL, he probably gets a whole brand new knee out of this. He could come back like fucking Robocop next year and absolutely storm the division. But if he only tore one, he's go for two. It could be two. His career. He goes off a nice paycheck, and then he just gets to sit down and watch his kids grow. 
running backs aren't paid too much. We have to talk about that. Poor. I don't know if they have kids either. No, I hope not. If he's not paid that much, he's gonna be fucking broke. I do like the memes online of um, all the it's like running backs demanding more money, and then it's just a picture of all like the running backs <laughs> injured. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's why they're not paid too much money. So they're all injured. Thank you, Dennis. I think that was all the All injuries. the ones I know of. Was that? It was insightful. Perfect. Um, we can quickly go through some of the bigger games uh, before we get to our uh, pickums of the week. Um, I think a few other big games. The Seahawks pulled out a kind of a surprise win against the Lions. Um. The Lions offense seems to be rocking, but the Seahawks still pulled out a win. Um, Geno Smith still seems consistent. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, it's, again, it was both offenses played well, both defenses played poor, I think, in this game, you can, you can yeah. say. Um, now, the off, they had, the Lions did turn over a fumble, and Goff had a bad interception at one point. Um, but. Really, it was the two defenses that were poor, and the yeah. Seahawks weren't afraid to go for it on offense, which which really was the difference. Yeah, yeah. We noticed last week that the Seahawks' defense were poor, and they were kind of poor in general, and people thought they were going to be worse than they are. But we forget they still have kind of the same weapons they did have last year, so they're not a terrible team. Um, so them going for it, and it just kind of paid off the Lions' defense wouldn't be as strong um yeah so good win for the seahawks and needed a win coming off a loss disappointed for, for the lions coming off beating the chiefs and then going losing to the seahawks but what True, but again that chiefs lions, that chiefs team was not really the chiefs <laughs> yeah well okay, was week one chiefs. Really yeah we can segue straight away to that so the chiefs pull out a win 17-9 against the jags um, just wasn't going for the Jags. Just offensively, just couldn't put it together. wasn't really, wasn't really going for either team offensively. It was a very low scoring game, which many people thought would be a high scoring game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, it was weird in a way. Chiefs still rubbing off a bit of dust, but at the same time. They're getting back into it. Mahomes, after a poor week one, actually played pr- uh, pretty good. Um, obviously got his favourite wide receiver slash tight end back. Uh, but didn't really need him too much. Kind of pass it around. Got obviously a touchdown with him. But maybe the threat of Kelsey helped him uh, pass it around to a few other players. Um, big win though, big win to come back because a lot of people favour the Jaguars to actually put it up to them in that game. Uh, and they, they looked bad, the Jaguars. Around. They didn't look great. No. Um, worrying a little bit. I think the Jaguars will pull it back. They do have pretty good offensive weapons. Uh, maybe it was a blip or something like that. We'll see you going into next week. Uh, going around, uh, who are the big wins? 49ers continue their onslaught. They kind of look like the best team in the league at the moment. 
Uh, I think Christian McCaffrey, if he stays like this, is just unbelievable. Um, what can you do? Purdy didn't have the greatest game. Had a few missed passes, a few errant passes, but still was consistent. And that's, I think that's all they need to do. I think 49ers in general are just fantastic. Defensively, they're still really good. And then, yeah, what can you say about Christian? It's just class. Yeah, it's very hard to see anyone getting... Well, look, we're saying it now. It's still early season, but they just have so many different weapons. They can beat you on the ground or through the air. And it, even if their offense isn't playing well, their defense is so good. Um, they can yeah. win games by themselves nearly. So if they can stay away from injuries, they're going to be contenders. For yeah, sure. Yeah, so it seems to be and their bane every year. They have such a savage roster, and then injuries just absolutely crucify them. Um, so, wish I well. think this is the first year that like they have a quarterback over an offseason, and they know he's going to be our quarterback next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, as long as they keep winning, they can kind of hide the fact that they spend so much on Trey Lance. But, um, yeah. Um, and then, actually, another surprise team. Uh, I want to go to this specifically. Another Because of two reasons. Another surprise team, that is 2-0, is the Washington Commanders. Uh, pulls out a fantastic 35-33 win against the Broncos. I am so happy for the Broncos losing this game. They were so far ahead, and then the Commanders came back and beat them. I still don't think the Commanders are any good. I actually think they're pretty poor. And for them to come back and beat Broncos is just hilarious. It's absolutely the hilarious. The Broncos are shocking. Like, um... it, What's going on with their organization, man? They just can't buy a win. Like last week, they're just absolutely awful and lose a game that they should have lost. This week, they should have won, played a little bit better, but just absolutely bottled it. Such a mess of an organization right now. Now you could say it's their coach's first year. and Like, this is something that happened last year, and they went and they said, oh, it was coach's fault. So they got rid of um, Hackett. But it's still happening, like so. It obviously stems deeper than just the coach. Um, is it the players? Is it Russ? I I don't know. But... Yeah, she uh, Peyton came out and blamed Russ there today, Did he? and yeah. that just shows that not only is he a fucking idiot, but that like he obviously has no trust in his players, and he's just so fucking he's so uh, hot headed, like and. Uh, so self-involved. I'm, I'm just delighted for them. I'm delighted for them uh, failing, to be honest. Um, speaking of kind of comeback wins, the comeback win of the weekend was New York Giants against the Cardinals. <laughs> like th- This is one for us now. Cardinals have not been terrible. They've no. not been terrible. But still, they... Absolutely bottled it. Should had the game written off. Had the game hundred percent written off. Had it written off at half time. And they just let uh Danny Dimes come back into the game. Yeah, um, true. But it, there is a, a I would say a golfing class here between players. Yeah. 
Like you have Daniel Jones, who let's be honest, is a good quarterback, versus Joshua Dobbs, who got traded to the Cardinals three weeks ago, um, mm-hmm. and was named starter immediately. <laughs> so, and Joshua Dobbs is what a five-year veteran who never has really looked. It was a fifth-year pick, never really looked like a starter, but just a kind of mm-hmm. a, a bridging player, we'll say. What did what did you think of him actually? I uh, I think he's played well. Yeah, I, I thought he played well. I thought he's doing a stand up job for the, the weapons he has. Um, is this going to be a QB controversy? To be to be fair, last year he did the exact same when he came to the Titans and Tannehill got injured. Titans picked him up, and he did a good job. Um, and I thought they should have kept him because he did a all right job enough to keep him, but they let him go again. Um. Yeah, he's he's doing well. Obviously, he knows the system. Um, he was mm-hmm. um, uh, Gallon. He played on the Gallon before, but mm-hmm. um, he is doing well. And yeah, I'd like to see him get more comfortable and see what happens. Yeah, and like he, he's kind of he's definitely a pocket passer. But I love his size. I love how big he is as a QB, and uh, he even got a rushing touchdown, a nice one too. Um. Yeah, like obviously we went in thinking that the Cardinals are the worst team in the league. I now do not think that. I do not think they're the worst team in the league. I, I think that has been taken by the Bears. But um, yeah, it's it's frustrating loss. But look, we're not really going to be talking about Cardinals for the year, to be honest. Uh, it's good to see Dobbs is well. He's definitely cemented his career in the NFL. Let's just say, if not a starter, maybe. Maybe, uh, yeah, somewhere else. Um, uh, quickly go over a few others. Actually, we won't go in too much. Dolphins get a win. Looked good. Cowboys look like Super Bowl contenders. Hammering the Jets. Uh, oh, it's, not, it's not a high bench, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, <laughs> Titans pull off a nice win against the Chargers. Chargers are... And there's another bottle of team. Should be 2-0. and Now 0-2. Titans don't know who they are. They don't know whether they want to be good or not. That's my theory. Uh, the thing the thing is, Tannehill still doesn't look good like. And yeah, they got yeah. the win. And Tannehill got, <laughs> a, got a bit of a, got a touchdown. A Russian touchdown. But he still looks like... I don't know. Long term, I, I just... After the season, he has to be gone. There's no way... I, I, I would be furious if he isn't. All right. Um, yeah, we can quickly now go to the our polls, our pickums, well, yeah. uh, which will be run by you, Kev, this week with the absence of Adam. Um, um Dennis is doing the. Um, Who's Adam? Yeah, where is Adam, Dennis? I have no idea. Um, Dennis is doing this the soundbite. So, Dennis, do you have a soundbite for us? Um, That'll do. Yeah, take it. I'll take it. Oh, that was meant. To, that was meant to be. Uh, it's labeled boo. <laughs> so, uh, Adam, whoever you are, have touche, Adam. To that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So, do we want to go around and uh, just announce who we've all selected? Um, yeah. So, I'll for go. the winners of the week, I suppose we can go around first. Yeah. So I will find out who. Did you want to start there? Because I don't know who I picked. 
I kind of forget who I picked as well. Oh, I think I picked Buccaneers, didn't I? I'm yes, yeah. you did. So yeah. I picked the Buccaneers two and zero. Oh, um, yeah, I think I picked them last week as well. And I've now decided I picked Baker last week, and I really should have picked the Bucks because it was an overall Bucks team win. I'm going to pick the Bucks every week until they stop losing. That's my decision right now. Think you the won't be picking them next week, basically. I won't be picking Eagles. them next week. Uh, Eagles. Didn't I do that with the uh, the Eagles last no, year? You, you did it with the Jets. Well. Oh, with the Jets, that's yeah. it. That didn't work out well at all. <laughs> and basically, if they lost, you pick the Jets as a loser, and if they won, you pick the Jets as the winner. Mm. Count your losses. Um, but yeah, uh, TJ picked the books. Yeah. I picked so Daniel Jones just because. Oh, sorry, Dennis. Eh? Oh, sorry. Were you going? No, you go ahead. Oh, Daniel Jones, my winner. Um. Mainly just because he's on my fantasy team and he gave me a glimmer of hope that I might beat Kevin this week, but uh, I lost out by like two points, which is horseshit. Um, but <laughs> Daniel Jones, still good pat in the butt for him. Uh, 30 plus points. It's all I could ask for from a QB. Okay. Um, I went for the Dolphins. Um, I suppose they, they beat the Patriots, probably a nemesis of theirs for the last couple of years. Um, and they, they look good. Um, it's always nice to beat Bill Belichick. Um, and Adam went for the Cowboys run defense. I'm assuming because it looked very good. It kept the Jets very quiet. Um, and I imagine this is something to do with him having Dalvin Cook. <laughs> uh, so I, on his fantasy, sorry. He doesn't actually have Dalvin Cook in the cupboard. Um, so I am going to announce the results now. So in third place we've joint Buccaneers and Daniel Jones. Boo. Oh yeah. Oh wait, third. Yeah. Oh, so I'll take that. Three good things come in threes, Kev. In second place with thirty three percent is the Dolphins. Boo. And then the Cowboys run defense obviously won it. Uh, fucking shit. <laughs> and then you might win another one. Alright, mm. let's go to our losers of the week. I suppose I'll start off again. I went for poor Jordan Love. Um Yeah, uh Packers come out with a loss and I think Jordan Love, even though he's playing he's playing alright. I think he looked very well. I didn't yeah, really understand. I think this he's looked well. And that's why I think he's the loser of the week. He's gonna be suffering exactly what Aaron Rodgers suffered. But uh poor team around him and he's looking all right but they're still they're still going to lose quite a few this year and i don't think it's necessarily going to be his fault um, oh i thought you were calling him a loser nope uh, i understand that he, he, he well he's a loser because of that he's losing Dennis. um now i'm looking at my message here and it says i picked the browns as a loser um yeah. Uh, I can't remember why. Uh, it could have been... Yeah, they did lose, but looking at it here, I can't remember why. I'm thinking I might have actually meant the Bears, because the Bucks beat them, and the Bucks are my team. Um, But I'll stick with Browns. Yeah, well, I suppose I have to. The results are in. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit late now. You can, I'll let you switch if you want. 
No, no, stay with them. Kevin, give me an option to switch. That, that means I came first. <laughs> um, I picked Cam Akers. Um, I suppose he was a healthy scratch at the weekend. The Rams have come out and basically said, yeah, we don't want to play him anymore. Um, so, yeah, it's just a, kind of a weird situation. Um, but he hasn't and... been good. Like, I don't know where the hype has ever been around him. He's never been good. He's been That's okay. My... He's been okay. But to the fact that no. they've they just did a healthy scratch, fair enough if they decide to split snaps to someone else. But they basically just said, no, nah, we're not bothered. Now, unless he's poor. Uh, he's been better with your man Williams. Mentality. He looks good. Yeah, yeah. The Williams is, Tyrone Williams is very good, but um, it's just strange, I think. I remember why I picked the Browns. Why? It's because of Baker Mayfield. They dropped him and he went to the books, and the books are doing well with Baker, and that's it. Just, I had to let that out there. Sorry, you can carry on. Okay. That's, that's okay. That's fair enough. And Adam went for the Vikings. Um, I am assuming because they've looked okay so far, but again, just not quite there. They probably have they lost their first two games by one score. They were quite famous for doing that. They did definitely last. Oh, uh, it week. could be, it could be their prime time as well. They keep losing. Kirk Cousins keeps losing in prime time as well. So. Yeah. So anyway, um, the results are in, and Cam Akers Vikings third place, Jordan Love second place. And Dennis, not knowing why he picked the Browns, <clears throat> takes the win. How how many voters did I get? Uh, you got eighty three percent. Fucking nice one, nice. And then finally, I suppose our trap card or our wild play of the weekend, um, or or the week, not just the weekend. TJ, what did you have? Yeah, I went for the. Uh, there was a small video I seen about it, but it just brought up so much questions. Uh, Rams obviously are ten points down with four seconds left to play, and what do they do? They kick a field goal for the three points, like a real innocent thing to do. And then you realize that the actual under over for the game was seven point seven. So if you had bet that the Rams were going to win. Uh, with a minus uh, seven point seven points, means that that kick won you the uh, the win. Or if you went for the forty ers it would have lost you the money. And people are realizing like, why why did LA kick that those points? There was no need for it. There was no score difference. There was zero need for it. Should have took a knee and ended it there. I don't know. Yeah, God, change. Dennis. Um, who would have guessed it? My trapped card. Uh, flip it over just like his knee. Um, Nick Chubb. <laughs> no, com- no comment on that one. I hope he gets better, and I wish him well. But do you though? <laughs> I do. Yeah. To fair, he seems like a nice guy. He does. I always he remember. Actually, yeah. I always remember his uh, John who was in uh, Harry Man, he was in, and... Yeah, he's in the terminal and no one yeah, remember, or knew no who one he was. I always remember that as well. Oh, man. <laughs> and they went and they like flew Baker in 
and he had to get his own <laughs> he had to get his own flight over and then he just sat there waiting for, for someone to come pick him up. <laughs> oh god. Um right, and I went with the Patriots blocked field goal. I I don't know, did you see this, but it was a new strategy where Class. the Patriots basically started in line with the, the line of scrummage and sprinted uh, horizontally across the pitch so that they could get a sprint up and dive in front of the, the kick. Um, I've never seen it be done before. I don't know how he, but um, totally no, I've there. never seen it be done. It's actually genius. The only problem is that it's kind of like it's seen now. Um, it will be banned, yeah. <laughs> it... Uh... Yeah, Bill, it's Bill Belichick up to his old schemes again, trying to see what he can get away with. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think you have no, to I, be, you have to time it very, very well, though. You have to time it extremely well. Yes, perfect. And I reckon teams will probably, will they figure out a way that if there's someone that's going to do it and they see someone's going to do it, can they, like, throw off the time slightly so it affects them up? I don't know. Yeah, either throw off the times. Uh, uh, throw off that or they'll have to leave a guy extra on that side and he's not allowed to move he's not allowed to move when he's set up but he has to react so fucking quick to cut him down in his run when it's fucking thrown back you know and he can't slice either he's actually going to have to try and like hit him in the chest he's not allowed to slice him down you know Um, just stand there with your arms out wide <laughs> yeah, just stand in the way. <laughs> you, there's nothing wrong with that if you're set nope. up for it. There's nothing wrong. Well, yeah. You get crippled all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you take one for the team. Um, and Adam had lines no call. Um, does anyone know what this is? What did he say? No call. No call. Lines no oh, call. Oh, lines uh, no call. Oh, yeah. So. Um, there was holding on the on oh, yes. the yeah. Seahawks last touchdown, um, and you could clearly see it in the fucking slow mo, um, uh, when you could see the touchdown going in from that like goal line angle or whatever, and as clear as the no call, the referees didn't call yes. it. It should have been. It shouldn't have been a touchdown. Yeah, but those things happen, I suppose. Yep, they do. So, in last place, myself and yourself, TJ, are drawn in third Ooh. place. Second place, Lions, no call. And then in first place, Dennis gets the win by <clears> injuring <throat> Nick Chubb. Yeah. Let's have it. More of that. More injuries next week, please. Keep my job and enthusiasm intact. <laughs> But not your ankles. Not your ankles. Okay, so that I think that wraps it up. Do you have a quiz or a, a fact? I do. Now, this one is quite hard, so um, I might try and make it easier. Be careful, though. <laughs> 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 yes, be careful with this fact now. Um, so, my fact is, Washington will have played... Will have... 10 different starting QBs against the Bills in the last 10 times they played. Oh my god. But my question is, I'm not going to ask you for all 10, but I'll ask you for the last four. Um, okay. What's the question again? Sam Howell 
yeah. No, so last, no. Yeah, yeah, somehow it counts because yeah. that's this year. Yeah. At uh, last, or this this is the tenth year. So. Then it's John here the question again. Yeah, I'm teachers are going to answer them all anyway. Yeah, I don't so. think you, I don't think you'll get it. I at have all, no clue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so somehow uh, Carson Wentz. Uh, no. So I'll give you the years. I'll give you the years because they don't always play each year. So 2020, you've got somehow 2021. Oh. Jeez. Um... He's now the backup for Colt McCoy. No. He's now the backup for Buccaneers, I believe. Oh, jeez. Who's the backup for the Buccaneers? I actually haven't got a clue. Tom Brady? Tom Brady, yes. He played Uh, Washington for a bit. I don't really... I never followed the Washington... There's Taylor Heineke. Fucking! Oh, who was with Washington for a while? Super... It's not Jay Cutler, was it? No, I super religious guy. This with person loads of is kids. no, no, it's Rivers. Um, this lad is no longer with us. He sadly passed away last year. Oh no! What's his name? Oh, um, yeah, the guy who got hit by car. Yeah. Um, Oh, I forget his name. I know who you're Dwayne talking Haskell's. about. Dwayne Haskell. Yeah, that's it. And then Jeez, that the... was 2019. That seems like forever ago. Yeah, and then the last person was 2015. You already mentioned uh, it, though. Oh, Kirk Cousins? Yeah. You laughed there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I for anyone else interested, he... I suppose the other ones are John Beck in 2011, oh, Jason God. Campbell in 2007, Patrick Ramsey in 2003, Brad Johnson in 1999, Gus Forrest, sorry, Gus, if I mispronounced that, in 1996, and Mark Ripon in 1993. They don't play each other very often, do they? I don't know. No, they're, they're, see, you only play one division. I clicked that button like five minutes ago. You only play one. See, they're um, they're in the NFC, whereas the Bills are in the AFC, and you only play one division in the opposite each year, if I'm correct. Yeah, so... you play. Yeah, you play everyone in the in your conference, and then you play one from each division. I think, yeah, I something like that. That's for smart people. That is for smart people. Okie dokie. Um, yeah, I think that's it, unless you have anything more or less. No, not, not for me. Yeah. I suppose All we right. two was a bit more normal. 
compared to week one. So hopefully week three. It's a bit more normal sounds... in the way what's happening, especially on fantasy wise. But it wasn't as normal uh, win wise. But yeah, we'll see how week three goes and see if Joe Burrow can get back to normality. Uh, yeah, so that's it from us. So we'll say our goodbyes. Crystal bless the wall. And good things come in threes. Bye bye. Alright, and you're gonna try it out, didn't you? What? Merry Christmas. That's labeled outro. What are you doing to me, Adam? Oh I got Try try the ho 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 one. Bye bye. Yeah.